This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say. What's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half time. But I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. The Wednesday Week, the Sheffield Wednesday Fan Podcast. I'll uh, I'll start then. So, um, if you're watching this, good evening. Welcome to uh, another live episode of the Wednesday Week. I, I feel like this is something we could do all the time now, because sure. essentially, this this is what television is now. You know what I mean? It's just it's just a group of people in different squares, just all talking about it and going, "Sorry, what?" I feel like that's what it is. That's that's TV now. But if you've just joined us, uh, if you've got the updates, uh, you know we've been waxing quite lyrical about it. You can see behind me. You can see to my left if you if I'm in the right part of the screen. Join us today is uh, Spanish God Adonis, Mr. Miguel Yara. There he is. There he is. Now apologies in advance, Miguel, because. Um, I spent four months in Mallorca and decided I could speak Spanish by the end of it. So oh, as Ash always, as Ash always um, you know, always picks on me for having, um, I think he calls it Del Boy Spanish. You it's know, I learned, awful. I learned three phrases. It was dos cerveza, por favor, you know, classic. Uh, no me jodas, which is, you know, don't give me shit. And, um, <laughs> and then I also learned... Uh, Hola, como esta? Me llamo Inigo Montoya. Tu mataste a mi padre y ahora preparate para morir. Oh. Which means Princess my name Bride. is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father and I'm prepared to die. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, Dan. Impressed. Thanks, I've been practicing all day. If anything, I hope after lockdown that they just keep you inside. <laughs> <laughs> the things I'll do to this mannequin. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, with Miguel's shirt on, I <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Right, so, I tell you what, let's go, let's go around the circle. Um, who, who've we got first? Simon, hey, you know, I'll let you take the floor on this one to start with. Uh, uh, what do you want me to say, mate, other than, hello, Miguel, good to see you. Not seen me you in too. ages. Me too. Ethan's gone oh, upstairs man. hiding. He doesn't want to, he doesn't want to, uh, he doesn't want to embarrass himself, apparently. <laughs> I'm oh, sat here with his shirt sat behind me. What, 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 what's embarrassing oh, to hi, you? Hi, Miguel. How are you? Been ages since we caught up. Me <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and Miguel like that, yeah. Uh. <laughs> are you missing doing the uh, academy then, Miguel? 
Yeah, I really miss it. But we need to be responsible of the circumstances and we need to adapt to this new momentum that everybody is, is having. And, and just uh, be, be, stay at home, be sure that everybody that we love stay safe and be uh, responsible than every, everything that we have been doing. Um, don't make any stupidity and be, and be stay at home. So you're missing um, shouting at the boys and telling them that they need to improve in their football and, and basically making my son cry. <laughs> is, that, is that just like is that just like that's just like Barry Bannon then, isn't it? <laughs> Stood there shouting at people. <laughs> no, obviously uh, the the problem on nowadays is the academy levels. The kids is not accepting the criticism, you know, and then uh, at times football is tough. Uh, the English federation is making uh, the kids. They are thinking them that to be footballer is easy. Um, if you want to be a footballer, you have to cry a lot and suffering a lot. So, uh, today, I, I think that I saw uh, maybe everybody knows Zach Brown, the kids that made the report about the the BBC, the, the oh, BBC yeah. report. Yeah, and today he got the scholarship for Sheffield United. Mm. This kid. Oh, that's unfortunate, isn't it, poor lad? Yeah, well, <laughs> obviously, well, in itself. Obviously, it's not about if it's Sheffield United, every county <laughs> or any. It's, it's got what you, he has been fighting for. This kid left from his house with uh, uh, 10 years old, who was in Atletico Madrid, have been to every county, Aston Villa, have been for to be footballer, dedicated for full, full, 100% of full time, dedicated to, to, to God, what he got today. And when the kids say, no, I'm not enjoying football. Say football. If you want to be footballer, it's not an easy journey. You understand what he said. In the, yeah, yeah. You have to cry a lot, and suffer a lot. And when he say, "You know, uh, enjoy, make hate and cry," it's a way to make them tough. You know what I mean? It's not. At times he hate me, and at times he love me. But then, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, today, for example, it's, it's, um, I have to do, I have to take decision about a scholarship in Warsaw my club, club and one of the players say thank you very much Miguel for for made me better player by made me better person you understand what he said um, it's, it's not an easy journey we have this the kids have the stereotype nowadays to to say uh, I want to be footballer I'm gonna be everything is gonna be really easy and really uh, easy journey it's not you know we are taking the stereotype to the kids to give a uh, uh, the, the adventure of, of being footballer for early ages and everything gonna be uh, easy, but it's not. Uh, after that, uh, we are creating players and it can, they are not capable to deal with failure. You know, and then at times you have to keep the balance between enjoy, at time to be disappointing, cry at times to make them top. It's the only way to be a footballer. It's not easy. It, it's not too many cases that with 15 years old, they are keep coming Manchester United, giving six years contract and 10 million per year. That's <laughs> happened once <laughs> once uh, or twice in the in years. No? The rest of the players have to fight for, for any penny that they get in the future. And for that, is, they have to prepare kids to do that. Yeah. Well, yeah, look forward to making you cry again when, when we can eventually start playing because he does need to get out playing, I'll tell you. <laughs> ben. Miguel, so, sorry. Oh, sorry. Can I just say, oh, uh, is that, is, sorry, is that one of the hardest um, 
of your jobs when you've got to make that decision for youngsters? Because obviously it must be heartbreaking because all boys and girls love the game, want to be good at the game. But if you've got that decision to make, uh, it must be really hard, especially when you know them if they've been with you for a while. Yeah, but sorry, but I disagree with you. You know, you know why? Because uh, I'm not one of my worst part of my job. It's not that one because I'm not feeling sorry for the player that don't get contract. To be fair, because during two years, eighteen months, I have been telling every single day what they have to do for get contract. Mm-hmm. One of my stuff or my routine or how the kind of person that I I am, I am telling every day what they have to do for to be footballer. Every single day. After for to and I'm not black or uh, I let them know from the first day what they have to do for to be footballer. You have to do this, 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 you have to improve with this, this, this. You have to your routine is this, this, this. And expecting from you this, this, this. Mm-hmm. And after 18 months, yeah, it's not too many players than it's 50-50. Or it's yes or it's not. All right. So you understand what you say? And the player yeah. that they are not getting contracts because the player they are not listening, they have been lazy, they don't want to do it. And with that kind of player, I can't feel sorry for them. Yeah, say what, very, I feel very, true. Oh, very true. I feel like I've been told. I'm not feel sorry. <laughs> I, that. I feel like well, there's, a, there's a culture. So, like, you know, we, we, we constantly bemoan that, you know, it's a medal for everybody and you get congratulated for taking the part. But obviously to make it in the top 3% is, is very cut and dry. You're either good enough or you're not. And, um, Miguel, do you believe that in terms of this country, do we have that issue in this country where we kind of... The, the word we use is mollycoddle, but I wish I had a more international word to use. Do we make it too easy for kids to expect this or...? Yes, it is like you say. Uh, that's why you say maybe the people that is listening that say, "How can I cry at ten or twelve years old?" I'm not making them cry. I'm telling what they have to do for to be better. They say the fact. The Norway is we're creating players, and they are not sitting criticism. Oh, I want to cry. I feel. I feel like I've let the side down. <laughs> it's not. It's, it, it's, the problem is they get frustrated. We are getting. Get, we are creating the player, then we have to psychological problems. No, whether the problem that we have is because we are saying the truth. If someone is lazy, he's lazy. If you are telling lazy. You are telling them he's, you are bullying him because you are telling them he's lazy. But don't. Do you, do, you not find, do you not find that you will tell them what you think is the truth and they, they will go home and they'll have mum, dad, parents, other people that will be telling them, no, 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 ignore what that, that says, I know your game, I know that you're better, and they're building them up and sort of putting them on a pedestal at home. Obviously, my job is not, is not ruin the confidence of the people. It's not, it's not like that. As soon as I'm telling you, I proud them, I say you are doing right, then I have to be balanced. I'm not that kind of person that is saying and ruining the confidence, even when I am coaching individually, the people is coming to me because they want me to improve the confidence of the player. I don't want the people think, no, Miguel is ruining the player, making them cry, no. Uh, I, I measure the, the balance. I try to say the truth and I try to, to, to proud him when he's doing right. 
and try to be fair. I think that when when I took the PDP the role of PDP on Chesterfield with 18, so I took the role in the academy manager when uh, in July last year, I told the players, say try to be I'm fair. Because one thing that I stopped to be, uh, to to play of football is because I found in the last three or four years of my career coaches that wasn't fair with me at all. And then my last year, not too many people know that, but I stopped to play in Escunzo because Mark Robin, the, the currently Coventry manager, they didn't let me play 30 games. I played 29 games until January. It was uh, one point drop for playoff in Escunzo in League One. I was my after to leave for Sheffield Wednesday. I went to Scunzo. I was playing every game, playing 29 games until January. And the last day of the transfer window, Mark Robbins called me before play last Saturday, like I started, say, Miguel, leaving because I don't want to let you play 30 games. You know? And then they say, the What? Is that something to do with the contract? Like, obviously, it's Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. yeah because if I play 30 games, it should be giving me extra year. Mm. And then uh, he said, Miguel, it's better if you leave him because I don't want to let you play 30 games. Uh, you have been playing, you are doing really well for us, but for your age, I don't, I don't want you, I don't want to let you play anymore. And then uh, I fed out football for that kind of decision, people, people like them. And then I respect his decision. I didn't go to the social media and to claim. And I was four months without play for his decision with 36 years old. Um, and the, uh, I didn't want to, to go to the social media. It was the easier way to me in that way. Saying, Matt Robin, don't let me play one game more for renew my contract. But you're doing it now to thousands of people on Facebook, but it's fine. Well, now it's, it's another moment. No, it's, 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 a, it's a moment of my career. That's why when I said, I, 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 trust my, I told to myself, I, want to, I have to be honest with, my, with the people around me, with the people is coaching, it's the best way. That's why I have my qualification in place. I'm being a study all my life. And I fed up with people taking that decision over me. And then I, think, I thought, it's the moment to, to make a decision on my own. I don't want people to take more decisions over me, that kind of decision. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I learn from everybody. I learn from the good things, the bad things I learn. You take pick pieces, pieces from everybody. And, and I, that's why one of the main reasons I never want to lie to my player and be fair with them, say the truth to them. It's the best way, anyway. Because uh, the, in football, when you lose the confidence of the player or the people around you, you realize that you are lying. You lose everything, like a person or like a coach, like a manager. And then that's why it's one of the things. Well, that's why when an answer is, you feel sorry for a player for don't get contracts. I know. Because I told him what they have to do for get contracts. I don't want to do it. I can't do nothing more. I am sleeping properly in the night in my job. <laughs> Amen. So Miguel, I've got to ask them, when you were a young boy, Obviously, we know that we, you came over here eventually, but when you were a young boy, did you stand out a lot on the playground playing football? Like, were you the one that was always going to make it? Or, you know, does that, is that what makes you work even harder with kids now because you know mistakes that you made or that friends made? Like, how was football for you as a youngster? Well, I used to practice a lot. The culture is different. The weather is different. You know, and that's the problem. In we are now when we are talking about my own football academy in Sheffield, and 
these countries don't have enough facility. You know, that's the main problem. Um, the facility that we have is so expensive. That's why, and the, uh, the there's not too many facilities, too expensive, and obviously the weather don't help. And that, that don't make, that's make uh, a couple of reasons that like the player don't, don't play the football the amount of hours a month or a week than they should be. I grew up arriving to, to the school for three or four o'clock and 4.30 to be inside to my house playing football when I was a child, practicing, play, play in a small pitch 10 by 10, and, you know, and then I grow up playing football. This is the, the main, the difference between Spain and here, facility and how the, how the, the kids practice. So who spotted you? Who was the person that said, Miguel, you're really good at football. This is going to be your job. Huh. Well, my job. You, this is, I, I'm not thinking that was my job. Uh, obviously, uh, was my dad. My dad was the person that when I was uh, 10, he brought me into a, a professional football academy on trial, an open trial, and it was success. And from that day, I started to play. But when, you, when I was playing football, I wasn't thinking to be professional. Yes, I was thinking to do my best every day in training, enjoy, uh, and keep working hard and try to climbing and growing and improving every year. Uh, <laughs> to be fair, when I was uh, I had, well, lucky, when I was 16, I was released for a professional football academy. And I thought, well, oh, my chance to play football is over. And I started to to play for my for my town. And I used to go in the university for the mor in the mornings and training in the night for uh, for my local club. And I was 18 years old playing for a adults team. And that's I sang a scout. Uh, he was in contact with me, and then uh, I had the luck that I'm going on trial to Real Madrid be the reserve but I wasn't ready because I was training on physicality why I wasn't ready training a couple, one hour and a half with the adult thing like can be worse or tango one thing like that you went on trial to Real Madrid like yeah. I, I think I might be the only person on this call that can say they had a trial at Sheffield Wednesday he went to Real Madrid yeah, yeah. Hell. I, 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 I had a trial at Sheffield Wednesday did you? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah the chicken and kebab place and the beer <laughs> ben, did you have a trial? I had two. Mm. Oh, oh, Harry yeah. had one. You can't really, you can't really get anywhere being a five foot seven goalkeeper. That that's always been <laughs> my problem. I did my cruise ship on my trial. Like, really. Um, Miguel, just one other thing before I let someone else ask you a question. You mentioned about going to university, and I know from just seeing you on LinkedIn and stuff like that. How many degrees do you have? As many degrees. I have uh, one degree in economic. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have a master's degree in sport coaching in a small and medium company in sport psychology. I have, uh, I am personal trainer level three. In four, it's four level. I have the level three. Fitness structure level three. Uh, I have my advanced youth award. I have the, the youth award one, two, three, and I have the advanced youth award. And now I am doing the elite academy manager uh, developing program. 
Miguel, like, when do you watch the telly? <laughs> you don't watch your telly. Footballers are thick. I'm not watching the telly. Dan's got more degrees than I've got A levels. Yeah. Just, just yeah. staying on, staying on academic point. You might not have been expecting this one, Miguel, but I've been informed. I'm 19, so I'd left by then. But a few of my mates that are younger said that you did. You end up being a maths teacher at Winter Hill School for a, for a spell. Sorry, say again. I couldn't help did, you. Did, did you end up being a maths teacher for a spell at Winter Hill School? Yeah, I went there because yeah. uh, uh, I was. Imagine me doing that. That's crazy. Yeah, I was there. I was um, because uh, I was uh, finishing my contract, Chesterfield, and I have. Uh, I was looking for a full-time job in football again, and I was a couple of months like a supply teaching at the system. But I think that because um, it was a good moment because I need. That six months, like it's doing, was doing education. I, I'm growing. I'm trying to find my climbing in in coaching as uh, high as I can. I knew that if uh, wasn't to be fair, I didn't enjoy it at all. <laughs> <laughs> Not surprised. That doesn't surprise me. Uh, no, but did you walk in. Did any of the kids go? That's the was a son of the kids. I have to send them out from the class. I was really clear from the beginning. <laughs> the head teacher was happy with me because I have more more kids for poor behind in the corridor than in the class. <laughs> I just, just put glasses on. I just put glasses on, and then it's like Superman. No one recognised him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it, I was I did that because I was sacrificed for my career. I, I need that six months. Uh, spending in education if I wanted to apply for academy manager role you know because if, uh, if you want to have an academy manager role or apply for big jobs like that one you need to spending in education is one of the 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 the, the thing that they are asking for and then I knew that if I wanted because my qualification was or overqualified for the position like academy manager but I didn't have spending in education much and then I was sacrificed to take that six months like a teaching assistant or supply teaching um, to get that experience. And then I got the reward. And in July, after six months doing that, get the job in Warsaw. Wow. Um, I, I mean, do we call you Mr. Yera now or just Sir? Miguel or Yera, this is fine. <laughs> um, now, obviously, one of your trademarks, uh, and I think it was from your Jason Charlton, oh, uh, was, yes. was your head guard. Was your yeah. um, oh, was your uh, you know your, your headwear? Can you? T I think Vic's got oh. one. Uh, I think, oh. yeah, I think I've, I've, I've misplaced mine. It would work the same. <laughs> yeah, they are. it works the same. So, I mean, tell tell us about the injury. I mean, how bad was it for you to, you know, who who wore it first? Was it you or Petra Czech? <laughs> I think that was me because I used it in two thousand nine. The first time, uh, because uh, my, my first season in England was Milton Keynes in 2008. And after that, I signed to Jill in Charlton. And my, the day of the league starting, my debut in the ballet, I had a really bad uh, cut in the head. I had 33 stitches in the, in the head, like a white. And then I couldn't play because every time I came back to the pitch, they started bleeding and the referee didn't let me play. And then the, the only option, they said, uh, I knew how difficult it is to keep your place when you are professional, more when you are a player from abroad. 
and then I didn't want to to lose my place in the team. Um, obviously, Charlton is a big club for when they was in League One. Um, we, we had a really good team. Um, our challenge was promoted that, that year, and then uh, uh, I didn't want to lose my place in the team. I said, then I tried to find a way to play, um, um, <laughs> not to be a month outside for that reason. And then the only way that I found is to play with the cup. And then the cafe was happy, and the doctor told me, say, yeah, you can play with that. He's uh, happy with that. And then I started to play, and was curious, because when I started to play, I started to score goals. <laughs> yeah, yeah, score four goals in a row. Didn't you? I'm sure yeah. you got, like, double figures. You got ten. No, it was, yeah. Oh, there we go, bang on, double figures. <laughs> bang on, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was curious, because... Uh, the first time was in Charlton. I used it uh, during. I scored four or five goals in a row using it. I keep playing using it, but the the manager after a while didn't like me to use it. Stupid for him. And then I take it up. Um, after that, I I think they was in Colchester. Was when I had a really bad in, um, mm. another head injury in the in the front head, and I start at the only. Uh, Try to 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 uh, to keep playing and keep playing in the uh, and I started to use it again and that's why when I started to score four or five goals in a row using the cup, you know, and then that's why I feel comfortable playing and say why not to play. But Can the, I ask a cheeky question? Yeah, of course. That I I tend to be the one that does this and offends people. Were you sponsored to wear it? I sponsored to wear it by the head guard company. Oh. Puma, ah, by Puma. Oh, no, well, <laughs> the, the Sharma started to sell it in the shop. Yeah, <laughs> I know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just wondered if like, they'd said to you, like, no, no, I think no. Beck, it was like one of the biggest contracts of his career or something was his head guard. And I thought, surely, yeah, had like got on top of that and got sponsored. No, no, they, they started to sell it in the shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I was happy with that. It's part of the, the, the kids came, it was really, really funny. Then they started to come into, to to go to, to the game to the stadium with the cup um, was part of the of the uh, of the um, of my personality or my my identity like a player you know but the, I have a funny story with that because I stopped it to play because uh, some of the players didn't like me to use it yeah and David David John hated the the cup I remember them. Uh, and now one knows that, but I think that I scored, I, guess, I think it was Peterborough. I celebrated the goal doing uh, something like that with the finger. Mm-hmm. Um, he called me before the game. He didn't like me to use it. And he called me before the game and said, why you don't take the cup? The, the cup. Say, I'm feeling comfortable, don't, don't care. I, do not, I don't, don't bother if one player using a pink boots or yellow boots. I am using the cup because I'm feeling comfortable. Um, it's not any problem. I was taking a, a job. Show me, no, why you don't use that cup? It's, you know, the hat and the kids are using in the school. This is a wolf. Yeah, you know what I mean? When it's cold, yeah. it's a big... Yeah, I say, why you don't use this one instead of the other before the game? He told him, say, I'm going to score today. No, I, didn't, I didn't fancy the job too much. But, and then I score. I went to celebrate it to him. Doing that, 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 
that yeah, thing. I obviously have long dark hair and I can tell you, honestly, hand on heart, I've been to two fancy dress parties as Miguel Yera with a head garden. <laughs> I just don't know where I put it, so I had to use a bra, but I have actually done it. Yeah. Long hair, drawn a like bit of stubble. Well, didn't have to draw it on. And uh, yeah, was Miguel Yera at a couple of fancy dress parties. <laughs> Steve, are you alive, pal? I'm alive. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Miguel, why did he not like you wearing the, the, the cap? Why, why did Dave Jones not, not like it? To be fair, I think that uh, he doesn't like like I look like with the cup. You know, it's, uh, and some player didn't like to use it. Say, listen, take your business. You don't like the cup. It's, it's, it's my, my idea. I feel more comfy. I'm not asking you what kind of boots you have to <laughs> wear it. If it's yellow boots, he don't like it. I'm not telling you what kind of boots, but you know. And then some player didn't like much me to play. And it was too, all the time, why you're using your looks stupid or you looks like that. that. And they you know, one, one was one of the ones that didn't like me to use it. So he didn't Maybe like it because it was for cosmetic reasons. He didn't like the way you looked. No, because I think after the year, <laughs> he I think can that's talk, all. can't he, Dave Jones? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, maybe, maybe on a volleyball top. He might have been more excited. <laughs> no, maybe, maybe it was because uh, when I used to using the cap, I was performing well. Um, David Young wasn't my best fan of me playing. No. Um, okay. I think if you were popping goals in Miguel, I'd be happy wearing you wearing what you want, to be honest. <laughs> you can wear a pink tutu for me, pal, if you're sticking a big black stick. <laughs> I think uh, it's better check, I kind of understood it because I think if you were a striker, you would be very because obviously there was all the press about how dangerous it was for him to get hit on the head. I think you would be you'd be overly conscious if there was a free kick or something like that. But you've said it was literally because you kept cracking your head open. I don't know if it's quite obvious here, but I have a, quite a few holes in my head. I would definitely wear a head guard. Yeah, yeah. I think it was feeling comfy. And like I said, um, obviously, uh, I was scoring goals and performing well in the team winning. And when the situation is, uh, is in that way, why, why we have to change? No? Um, I'm going to ask you some questions that, um, that some of the listeners have, uh, have put forward. Now, I'll not lie, this is always a bloody nightmare. Why and have you got these? Our listeners, they, 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 I got DM'd and, um, <laughs> and I'll not lie. I man the email. Right? <laughs> you man the Twitter because I put out a very dodgy tweet the other night and I didn't mean to. Yeah, yeah, you, you're the other Sherry. Um, <laughs> right, Miguel, um, so your second club was uh, Alicante, I believe, yeah. uh, according to this. How shocked were you by the British public in Benidorm because it's down the road? <laughs> Who's I that from, Dan? Sorry, sorry, Miguel. That's, you... from, uh, that's from Daniel in Yorkshire. I'm telling you something. <laughs> uh, I, ha I was living in Alicante six years. So did you go to Benidorm quite a lot? <laughs> Twice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's all you need. That's all you need. Uh, another one like got... I didn't like it. It's awful. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's genuinely awful. awful. Yeah. I mean, but, but very popular with the people who watch yeah, it. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah, um, I'll, ask, I'll, ask, I'll ask you one more, um, and then I'll, uh, I'll hand over to Simon after this one, because he's, he's the voice of reason. He's like, he's like a, you know, like a, he's got that air of, um, you know, headmaster about him, Simon. Um, his age. <laughs> that beard. Yeah, it's that beard. Um, yeah. Miguel, 
who who is who is more mental, uh, Nile Ranger or Gary Medine? More mental. Yeah, who, who's nuts? <laughs> more crazy. Crazy. Yeah. 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 Nile Ranger. <laughs> easy, yeah. Easy. Okay. Nail Ranger. Yeah. Just... Nail Ranger is my Gary is a lo really, really lovely person. Nail Ranger's uh, a changed man, don't forget. Yeah, uh, obviously um Gary have a moment of his life because when he, he was playing Sheffield Wednesday, he was young and he was performing well. Um obviously maybe the circle of friends that he has around him didn't help much to be was, i tell you what i'm gonna i'm gonna give you an out on that one miguel thank you for uh, going into it more but uh we you know i, I don't want you saying anything that gets me in trouble you know what i mean so uh simon, simon, pull me out this group of friends, so. <laughs> uh, miguel i want to just uh if you could talk us through a certain goal that me and ben were talking about the other night which mm -hmm. will be huddersfield away a free kick um I remember it more from the highlights afterwards because I was so drunk. Um, I think my mates actually held me up um, during that game. Um, free kick from outside the area. You became a bit of a specialist with a few free kicks, but that was pretty amazing. Can you go through it for us? Yeah, I think that um, I used to, when I came to UK in 2008, uh, I didn't speak too much English. Obviously, I have the ability because my left foot was good, but I wasn't in Spain. I wasn't kicking the freaky, um, and I started in Charlton my second years. Uh, my my first year, in, uh, I didn't speak any English, and then I wanted to stay in the country because I loved training, I loved the atmosphere, I loved to 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 play every Saturday. Um, the only the only way that I had is keep working individually. Because when I came to, to England, my fitness level was the best because I couldn't do the pre-season. And then with uh, Roberto Di Matteo was the manager and I have a really good uh, fitness coach and I did a lot of individual work with him to get fit quick. Um, and it's like, uh, like I didn't speak too much English uh, and I wanted to stay in the country. I started to, to spend stupid hours in the training ground doing a lot of individuals. Um, I improved a lot of my heading. To be fair, I was awful heading before. To and well, the head <laughs> yeah, I was awful <laughs> heading, awful, really bad heading. But you know, in any age, you can improve. And I started to to training a lot, the heading, um, kicking freaky after training. Um, that day, but uh, was funny because I kicked a one in the first half, was really close to score. I think I remember that. Yeah, it really was one finger. I want drunk time, and that's different. I yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, have, I have one that was really close. Um, and it was funny because Andy Rhodes was in the pitch, and Semedo was in the pitch that day playing. And say, Andy Rhodes, so what are you doing the fucking centre by kicking the freaky? <laughs> Semedo. He said, what are you doing the fucking centre by kicking freaky? That's, that's stupid. Andy Rhodes to Semedo. I always remember that. He said, you are living, living, living in Kiki, for the freaky. And the first one was close. And I knew that the, if I have another one, it was goal. Because uh, I used to spend 45 minutes, one hour in the, at the training ground after training, 
or just kicking, kicking, kicking stupid hours in the same than um, doing finishing in heading, spending stupid hours on the training ground after after the session was over, uh, improving lateral freaky corner, doing finishing with the heading. And then that's the reward when you get when you are working hard and and pushing your your effort and you have you get the reward. But I, everybody remember uh, Huddersfield. But the, even more important was uh, the people don't remember Corchester. I scored. I Corchester, do. I was there. Was that yeah. point? Everybody not thinking in that <laughs> point, but that point was key. That's yeah. that was the, the equalizer. And obviously in Brentford, I scored the Brentford one. And it was one. a big massive one for us yeah. because was it was cool. tough day for us. Really tough pitch to play, and that was the game, the day that we climbed in Sheffield United. And that was the winner, the the two one. Um, but these great memories and proud to, to Sheffield Wednesday uh, remember all that kind of stuff that I did for the club. No, speaking, I've of got I've got a question, Miguel. Oh. Oh. Oh, no, it's all right. No, go on, back. All right. <laughs> speaking of great memories, obviously the one picture, like the lads behind him, quite a few of them have the picture of the Waddlehurst crossover painting the one photo view that stands out for everybody is obviously being held aloft at the game against is it Wickham wasn't it Wickham. how like how does that stand in your career like do, is that the moment because for me I can still I sat bang up well I still do sit bang opposite the chairman in the other stand and it was literally one of the most incredible things I've ever seen in my life. Just 30,000 people spilling onto a pitch. Mm. The difference is they picked you up in the air and threw you around a bit. So how, how was that? Like, was that, was it scary? Was it just emotional? Like, how does that go down in your sort of memories? Well, I'm going to say things that I never, now and knows. Yeah, now. Because we are around good people. I will... I, um, I never had nothing easy Sheffield Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, my time Sheffield Wednesday was really, really tough. Like I say, um, I saw David Jones uh, last year and gave a hug. Um, we have a great relation, but he never gave me anything easy. I was really disappointed with him. Uh, after after promoted, um, played the first years, and we saved, I think, the dog really... Pretty well the first year in championship. Um, he wanted to me release me. He offered, gave me a year contract, and after, one week after he was forcing me to leave to Brentford alone. Um, I never had nothing easy with him. Um, this year, the when you are talking about uh, because I had everything that I got was a lot of. Uh, I was a player that I had contract year by year. I had lucky that I never was injured. I had to, a lot of pressure on me of performing, play th- over 30, 35 games per year, don't get injured, performing well, score goals, uh, get clean sheet. Too much pressure every time that I was playing football. And that day, I remember because I was, everybody knows that I was close to Semedo and Semedo never had also nothing easy. And we were talking during the week. We need, we, we, we need to promote. We decided to promote. 
we worked really hard all our career and we didn't have too much success, too much promotion. Um, I, lost, I lost two or three playoffs in Pens. In the, I couldn't play, uh, I didn't play in, in Wembley for promote two or three times because we lost Pen. I lost the Pen. I need, and then I didn't have too much luck like a player. And we were talking during the week before the game of week and said, we have to promote. We, we deserve. We were working really hard all our career. Um, we really deserve to, to promote us, obviously the club, the fans, everybody. And then uh, after, uh, when I saw that we're going to get it, or we're going to promote it, uh, I said, when I saw, the, like you say, the 35,000 fans running against us, say, I'm going to enjoy it. I don't going to go inside. Mm-hmm. I want to enjoy it with the fans. I see. And that's why when, when the kids say, no, it's an easy journey for, uh, uh, to be footballer. I know how difficult it is. And I know that uh, the thing that I'm telling my scholars is for to be footballer, you're going to get, forget one good moment, one prom- good promotion, good contract. You will cry a lot of times. This is what I did during my career. I didn't have too much success uh, in, in challenge and promotion or contract. And then I say, I'm going to enjoy it. Well, all the best for me, they're going to be crazy, but I want to enjoy this moment. It's my moment. I want to enjoy it. That's why I stop in the pitch and say whatever the people want to do with me. I said. How <laughs> many bruises did you have the next day? Bruises? I, the first thing, I lost my clothes. I walked around that time. <laughs> Says, the people says, took my boots, my socks, my shimpa, my shirt. I was in under pump. I stayed right <laughs> <at the> end. <laughs> on, on YouTube, there's a video footage of a guy who must be holding the phone next to you, Miguel. And at one minute, you've got your shirt on, and then you haven't. Yeah. And I'm I thinking, he's going to be naked in a minute. There's going to be a minute here where everything's going to be gone. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I managed to get a picture with Miguel, and I did this with Sean oh, McAllister. I love this part when Ben shows <laughs> photos. I did it with Sean McAllister last week. I managed to dig this one out. This was when you were fully clothed before the game. Oh, wow. So I, I managed to dig that one out. I dug one out with Sean McAllister, <laughs> so that's one with you. Ah, nice one. <laughs> that, that was against Wickham. I've, I've got a question, if, uh, if that's all right. All right. Obviously, for, for us, all those Wednesdayites that we would love to play for Sheffield Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, can you remember or can you describe, you know, your first um, experience of the cop of Hillsborough, um, what it meant to like walk out onto the pitch? Because for me, it would, and for my son as well, it would be mean the world. But for obviously, for you, not from the UK, not from Sheffield, what did, what did it mean for you for, to actually play? Because we all think our club is the biggest in the world, and it is. But. It is, it is, it is, it is. <laughs> no, not too many, too many clubs bring the, the away fans, the amount of away fans that Sheffield went, they have it. You know, this club, this club is amazing for the fans. It's a pity that the, the, the people that is managing the club is not making, a, a, they didn't build in a Premier League club. Uh, the chairman, the chairman spent a lot of money, but they didn't invest in, in building a club. They wanted to promote for the straight direction, spending a lot of money in, in, in player. That is a, a way to do it. Or building a club like Brighton did, or, or Derby County. 
they are doing. They are amazing club, they are amazing academy, they are amazing facilities. And sooner or later, they, that club is don't, don't care who is the chairman. The club is ready for, to be in Premier League. I don't think Sheffield Wednesday is ready to Premier League. I don't think I'm ready for the Premier League. <laughs> Not ready. I am. I, don't I, think can't, I can't afford the Premier League, I'll tell you that. No, obviously the academy, the facility is not ready for to be in Premier League. But uh, it's a pity because the, with the amount of money that they, 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 he spent, they should be investing in, in made the club better. Mm-hmm. And you make right, the yeah. club better, like Brighton did, doing amazing facility, building an amazing Car One Academy. This is the way to build in our club. Brent, this is Sheffield Wednesday. Miguel Yera is academy director. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, M- Miguel, you, you know, Ash mentioned there, what was it like walking out in front of the uh, the Hillsborough faithful and right. the following that we have? Um, is, is there I, a negative side to it? I mean, we had we've we've had Raider Johnson on the show before, and he was saying that one day he was getting all this praise and all this cheer from the crowd, and uh, but Jack Magoma was getting shouted and screamed at. You know, did you ever feel both sides of that with the crowd? Because I know sometimes we can help and we yeah. can really hinder. Well, uh, I didn't answer your first question yet. Not the fact. Then what I was feeling when I, the first time that I played for Sheffield Wednesday. Um, not, not too many people know that. I, I came under Gary Mason, the ginger Mourinho. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy guy. Amazing person, amazing person. And uh, when the first time, my first game in Hillsborough, he took me before the game, said, Miguel, come with me. Say, Please tell me he took you up the cop, because that is yeah. a story that everyone knows, but no one knows is true. Is, yeah. that really? true. is that what he did? Yeah. I went with him. He said, Miguel, can you come with me? He said, yeah, of course. Please. We were walking until the top of the cop. Until Please tell the me last, before the band. The last one, <laughs> the highest point of the of the of the cop. And he said he didn't speak nothing until we get there, until the highest of the cop, the bigger say, today your debut will be your debut over here, and you never you ne- will never forget it. You're gonna play in the one of the best stadiums in England. It's true. Amazing. No, I yeah. love that that's true. There it's are so true. many rumours that he used to take new signings up to the back of the cop. And mm-hmm. everyone always thinks, oh, it's just a rumour because he's from Sheffield and he likes Wednesday. But I love no, no, no. that that's true. true. That's it my first home game, he took me over there. He told me that. Um, it is, uh, every time the first three minutes when the people start to sing in the song, I used yeah. to running around the cop. I enjoy that moment because it's unbelievable. This is amazing. You don't have words for the describe that moment. Oh, brilliant. brilliant. Yeah. What about the uh, what about the negative side of it? Then? Ah, the negative. Uh, <laughs> Let's bring you back down again, Fudge. No, no, no. Yeah, no. You're smiling too much. Let's ruin it. No. Uh, to be fair, I didn't feel much that because I think that if. Uh, uh, one time that I show, I show it to the Sheffield Wednesday fan is my passion for the club. And every time that mm-hmm. I play, I give my best. I try my best. I make mistakes like everybody. Uh, I could be a, a player that some people like more than others. But uh, the, the Sheffield Wednesday fans, they are very passionate. 
that's why the, 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 this club is massive for yours. And they, they value my effort. And then mm. when I make a mistake, they didn't, they didn't uh, uh, kill me too much, criticize much. Obviously, I, th- I think that's something that football fans respond to quite a lot, isn't it? About about the passion and trying. Did you yeah. ever see any players on the field that you were playing next to and go, "Oh shit!" Like, I'm glad that's not me. I'm glad the, the crowd aren't talking to me like that. When the fans came to that kind of play, it's because that player show lack of energy or lack of desire, mm-hmm. and then the fans didn't like that. I think that. Uh, <laughs> I think that we, with, um, with Gary Mason, the, the, the Sheffield Wednesday, the idea of the Sheffield Wednesday fans was very passionate, very pushing. I think that the time that Carlos did a great job, but it wasn't be from without to go to the stadium for a while. When I went to, to see Carlos the, the play, the team, I think that the fans lost that passion. Obviously, Carlos is a person that I like to play football, another kind of football. But Sheffield Wednesday, they, they, they can't lose the identity, the fans. They lost the passion. I, saw, I was watching the game say, the, 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 the team don't transfer the passion into the, the, the crowd. I, I couldn't believe them. Say, yeah. I, 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 I didn't recognize the Sheffield Wednesday fans in the stadium. No, they are very passionate. They like a team that's pushing, a working hard, tackle. Uh, this is the, the Sheffield Wednesday that I knew. And the, team, the kind of team that I play for. And when I saw the team play after, they lost the identity. And I think that the, the Sheffield Wednesday fans, they love that. Mm-hmm. That's why the club yeah. is it, it's the kind of club. That, and that's why the, the fans are the best one in in UK for because they have that passion. And this is the idea, and the team have to transfer it into the fans. The, the time that the manager can get that link between the football team and the, the crowd, that team will be in Premier League. Yeah, 100%. Now, Miguel, um, we, Vic has got some quick-fire questions for you. Ooh, yeah. So it's just, it's just a quick answer. It's either yes or no, or this or that. Um, yep. We're just going to try and get under the skin. Don't even think about it. Just keep flying them out. Just, just, okay. are you ready? Are you going to get in there? Get many. in there. Danielle. Okay, Miguel. So, assuming you're still keeping an eye on, on us at the moment, who is our best current player? Uh, Forstieri. <laughs> Everyone says who more, Bannon. Yeah, fine. Okay, so when you were at Wednesday, so these are all about that now, who was the class clown? Who was the idiot? Maguire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could imagine that. Yeah. Yeah. Who was the worst dressed? Michael Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> Who was your best mate? Samela. Oh. Okay. Who are you still in touch with? Uh, Liam Palma. Cool. And um, wow. who was like the banter? Who was the practical joker? Mm, Jamal Johnson. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> Who was the laziest in training? JJ. Oh, yeah, it can be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah was very special character. Yeah. Special <laughs> <laughs> character. Very I like that. To get yeah, him on. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> we can't get him on. He don't like me. 
Um, who was the best? We'll do it without you. <laughs> oh, my Zoom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need oh, yeah. <laughs> who was the best player in the team that you played with? Um, the time that Ross Barkley came on did really well. Yeah, what a player. Yeah, yeah, uh, really we good. all said he's going to make something of himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the last one, do you have a story that we wouldn't know? So just to give it some context, the other night we asked Liam Palmer this question and he told us about when Franny Jeffers shit himself <laughs> on the oh, same well, circle. So is there anything probably less gross? I don't well, know. I'm going to tell you something but to show how tough uh, was my life in Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, I don't know if you remember the, mil- the first game of the season, Mildes threw away. Mm-hmm. Championship, the second year in championship. Oh, yeah. Well, after my first year, I think I did okay. I scored 11 goals in the first years. Um, I did 11 assistants. Uh, I think that around 11 assistants. Uh, uh, Reader scored yeah. a lot of goals. And I, he gave me, the club gave me one year contract. I uh, was asking for two, but the club decided to give me a year contract um, because I was looking for retire in Sheffield Wednesday and how to the academy player to coach in them and how to the academy player to make the transition because two are great. Gray used to call me the quality insurance because I was, was fit. I, I didn't have, <laughs> I, I didn't give him any problem, any problem if I, I was playing or not. I always professionally he pushed him to play, made the player in my position training properly um, and help to the youngest to coach the youngest for made them better. Um, he brought me Anthony Gunn, uh, he brought me three or four centre back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, after the first year in championship. Um, he gave me one year contract and one week after he was forcing me to leave to Brent for a long. And he told him I'm not leaving, saying it was tough for me to play in championship. I played, uh, I, I don't remember, nearly 40 games the, the season before. I don't want to go to play to League One. I, I think I deserve to play one season more to Sheffield when in championship. And we were traveling, traveling to Middlesbrough. Um, he, he forced me to leave. He was, I was out to the squad. Um, Say, so it's fine. He put the, he made the, the, the 16 player in the squad. He let me, I was the only one outside of the squad for that game. And the, the team was warming up. Um, two minutes before the game started, he said, get chain. You are going to the, chain, to the bench because, hello, Aysam. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, he said, Miguel, get chain because Anthony Gunn ain't not feeling right. Yeah, I say, okay, I got chain. The game started. I was inside in the changing room getting chain to get ready, bend, uh, bandage my, my ankle and be getting ready. I went to the, ch- the, to the bench and in the minute seven, Anthony Garner broke his Achilles. Mm, I, I oh, remember that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you remember that? Uh, Anthony Garner broke his Achilles in the minute seven. Uh, I don't remember who was the centre, but that was with the, the guy, the big guy from Birmingham. Martin Taylor. Mark yeah. Taylor. He was on the bench. And obviously, uh, if he was on the bench and I was out to, to the squad, uh, he should be 
first option for him to play if the center by is injury. And then I was shut down on the on the bench and because I even I didn't have my shimpa on because I want I came from inside to the to the shangri to get changed. I say go to warming up quick and say, well Matt is here, you should be fair option instead to me. But okay, I go for warming up. And then he he brought me into the pitch. I was in seven minutes from to be on the on the on the stand watching the game with another central bar on the bench in seven minutes to play. Yeah? And wow. we, we, was, we was winning and we conceded equalizer in the minutes 90 or 91. And the Monday after the game, instead to, to, to proud me to say, well, Don Miguel, you was there and you... He was blaming me because I didn't have my shimpa on. <laughs> when Anthony Gannett, Anthony Gannett was injured with Achilles, he said, well, you shouldn't play with your shimpa. That's not <laughs> professional. So listen, it was five minutes before. I was in the stand watching the game. Yeah. I, the game was started. I was in the shangling room and getting a strapping on my ankle and getting ready. And he worked with Achilles. I didn't have time to, to put my shimpa out. And I started <laughs> in seven minutes to be in the stand, in the top of the stand, to play. Wow. That's well, where my life in Sheffield Wednesday. If, I, if, <laughs> if, if, if this was a uh, if this was a school PE lesson, uh, you'd have been made to do it in your underpants. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's <laughs> that's the rule. Uh, I'm not now, allowed to do that anymore, folks. Are no, you not allowed no. to do that anymore? No, not allowed. Well, I, you know, I've been on a register for about ten years, so I don't know. Yeah, I was going to say, you're a not just some weirdo. Um, right, Miguel, thank you so much for joining us. I've got two more fans questions and then we'll, uh, we'll wrap it up from there. Um, uh, did Carol Baskin kill her husband? <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know if you've seen... He doesn't, watch, he doesn't, doesn't watch, watch TV. He hasn't got time to watch TV. He hasn't got time to watch TV. He's got all that learning. He's fudge. Hey? He doesn't do TV. He's got like 10 masters. <laughs> and uh, all right, all right. Which has got the worst English people in it? Which town? Is it Benidorm or Blackpool? <laughs> Blackpool is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> we know that. I still remember when I signed for Blackpool, I remember Sunday, five o'clock, to arrive there in winter. <laughs> now I'm in the street. <laughs> so windy. I remember I started to, when I, 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 I was in the uh, I, I was staying in a, in, in a hotel in front of the, the, the pier. It was so windy. I had to pick up my kids from the, from, the, from the hoodie because it was blowing up for the wind. It was so windy. It's the worst city for two. <laughs> was, just, that's uh, it. I swear that's that it. I it was depression to be the, the it. There's no need for any explanation. Oh. I've just done, I've just got one, I think we've just had a question come in from one of the following uh, podcasters and basically it's it's hard hitting question. He wants to know, what is your favourite cheese, Miguel? Uh, that's for, that's from uh, Monty, by the way. No, I like Manchego, the Spanish, the, the Spanish. Oh, yeah. I like Manchego. Manchego, Manchego cheese. <laughs> Uh, that's that's the only cheese I eat now. Miguel, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, big round of applause for Miguel. Uh, Miguel Yera, not Leora. Yeah. <laughs> I've been practicing that all week. Um, don't forget, we'll be uh, we'll do some more of these through the week. And um, and Miguel, do you want to do a big quick shout out of your 
Twitter profile, give us your social medias. Yeah, well, it's... Uh, I have this problem, Miguel. I can't remember mine either. Don't <laughs> I, have, I have too many. I have two, two or three for the business, for the academy. Yeah, but if you, you Google it, Miguel Liera, you can find it easy. I did, I did Google you just before we did this, and it turns out you were born in the year of the goat, which is obviously prevalent. <laughs> the goat. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, give our applause for the goat. Yeah, Thanks okay. for joining us, Miguel. Thank you, Miguel. Yeah, I'm going to on Facebook right now. Keep up to date with the Wednesday Week on Twitter at TWWcast or on our website, thewednesdayweek.co.uk. Right. Oh, everyone's already here. I wanted to check my face, mate. Vic, we've got some issues with Ash and his audio. Oh, well, get rid of him. Oh, where's he gone? Has he gone? Hello, everybody. I do have normal clothes on, by the way. I wasn't naked. Miguel! How are you? I'm good, are you? Good. Yeah, not bad. Dealing with this situation like everybody. Fed up. <laughs> we have, this is the scenario that we have. We have to be responsible of uh, everything, everything that we are doing. Yeah. Just good evening. Ah, I'm going to there. All right. So, Apologies. are you live on Facebook now, Vic, or have you? Put uh, no, I've not out? done it yet because I have to. I have to fart about like you wouldn't believe. So bear with me. <laughs> this is going to be okay live. for me to go live. This is going to be live on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Simon, did you not tell him? Yeah. <laughs> no, he's not telling everything. <laughs> it is Miguel. If I can figure out how to do the bloody thing, Fudge, you hosting. Uh, I think you said you were, darling. No, you're doing it. In which Facebook page uh, we come for doing it? You're Say better than me, Fudge. You're doing it. Oh, hold on. I have to log in now. It's right complicated. <laughs> <laughs> what is that Facebook page? Well, it yeah, logs in as me, and then it just shares it on my wall. And it's like, everyone's like... Does it not share it to the podcast? Do. Yeah, it just takes me a bit of time. I have to fill in a form. <laughs> you have to get tested. Paperwork. Yeah, doing my test again. I swear to God, I am never doing that test ever again in my life. Has uh, Has anybody tried their jeans on yet? By the way, no. I've still. Uh, I don't think I took these sweatpants off in about four weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, so, I'll so not fit me right now. Yeah, I'll not do that. <laughs> nice chair over there. <laughs> Thanks, man. I, uh, <laughs> Look, uh, one of my faves. <laughs> description, son of. Oh, I've done it in the wrong box. Let me see. This is what happens. God, technology, Vic. SWFC. There we go. Share to your groups. I don't want to share to any groups. I can't. Yeah, yeah you do. <laughs> I've already done all that. I'm it says we're live on Facebook now, Vic. Does it? No, there we yeah. go. There we are. All right. Are we all? Are we all? Are we all on one screen? Can everybody see everybody? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Well, it's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget share boxes coming down the left wing, ready to go. Your mates already been booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points back of the net. Lubosh. 
Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.